understanding, fellowship, and relationship. There's a difference between the two. <laughs> you can have a fellowship with the Word, which is God, and not a relationship with the Word, which is God. You know, I'm serious. We all been there, we all still there. You know more word than what you live. So that means you have a fellowship with what you know, but not a relationship. When you have a relationship with the word of God, it will change your life. There's no way you can have a relationship with God and the Holy Spirit convict you of things in your life and you continue doing it. You only have a fellowship. And that fellowship is based on a selfish fellowship. What God can do for me. But not a fellowship where I can change my life. How many of y'all shot? Do we ever think about you confessing that God is going to change your life? The Holy Spirit is teaching you how to live holy? Think about it. Have your confession that there ever been a concern of changing your life? Because we're living in the last days. And honest to goodness, like the big oh, Captain Wilson has said, God's coming back for a church that have made herself ready. He has been dealing and dealing and convicted, dealing with us about different things in our life that's not pleasing to God. You stop it for a season, then you go back. Now, I will be teaching next week on the difference between a fleshly repentance and a spiritual repentance. Right. There is a difference. Yeah. So today we will continue focusing on fellowship and relationship. James chapter 1, verse 22, it gives us a good example of a fellowship and a relationship. James chapter 1, verse 22 and 23, I just give this what you read it. It's a person that have a fellowship with the word and not a relationship with the word. And verse 22, James said, be what? Be ye doers of the word mm -hmm. and not hearers only. Now, didn't you think he'd be talking to a fellowship? Just a person that fellowship with the word and not have a relationship with the word? He said, keep on obeying the word. Act on the word. Do not just listen, that's a fellowship, to it and never apply it to your life. Oh, he said, I got news for you. You are deceiving yourself. yourself. How many times have we come to church, the word I've been preached, the Holy Ghost has convicted you, and you leave out self-deceived. Mm. Never change. Yet you know God is talking to you. Gloria. Mm. Yet you know that the Holy Ghost has shown you yourself. You know this. But yet, while you're in church, you have a mind to change. But when they say amen, the church goes, the church is closed. When you hit that pocket like you have changed back over to your own self. But yet, you said in church, Sunday after Sunday, Sunday school, Wednesday night, and you heard the word, and the word convict you. 
when it could never change you. You just only have a relate of fellowship with the word. But when the word become a fellowship, that when you fellowship with that word, it was sent and it designed and it had the power to change your life. That's when, you know, like it's, uh, you know, when the disciples said, when Jesus showed up, they said, did not our spirit burn? You know, when the word showed up, the word, the Bible says, we are cleansed. What? By the word. If the word can't cleanse you, nobody else can. So the word possesses the power of the Holy Ghost. The word is God, the Godhead. The Bible says, in him, in the word, dwell all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And in him, we are complete. The word possesses everything that we need to change us. Why would God tell me to live holy and be ye holy? Holiness with God, no man to see the Lord. When he said, I know it's out of your reach, but I'm still going to hold you responsible to live holy. I know you have no help in you to help you. But God give us a power beyond any power that ever exists in the universe. The power of the Holy Ghost. If the Holy Ghost cannot get a hold to you and change your life, you will never be changed. You have to want to be changed. Not talk about changing. We talk about how bad we live. We talk about we need to change. God then said, if you need to change, he says change. Because one day, you're going to stand before holy God. And you're going to give him an answer for all the deeds that are done in your body. It's in your body. He said, we all, we all, we all have to stand before the church but still for God one day. And we all gonna give an account for how you live. And at that time, there's no telling God how good you are because you know why? Your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Your body is the temple of the spirit of that living God. So he knows what you are doing. He knows your secret sin. He knows the places that you go. He knows whatever thing you're doing is not pleasing in the sight of God because he's with you. Come on, Jesus. You cannot escape. Nobody will have to tell on you. Come on, Jesus. Right now, who the hell? Hey, you You can cry, you can moan, you can do everything you want to tell God you're going to do better. It's over. When the book of life is open and your name is called, it's over. It is over. How you live have been recorded. 
The Bible said when the book goes by, that means that everything that you are doing is not pleasing with God is being taken account until you change. All oh, your little hidden ways. Oh, yeah. Yes, Lord. You know the Bible says God said He knows your thoughts are before all. That's right. I don't know your thoughts, but God knows your thoughts. That's right. That's why I don't listen to man's mouth only claim. He have a lifestyle. Yes, sir. That he must live. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. You don't have to say he's a Christian. It's something on the inside of him called the light of the world. That's it. The salt of the earth. It will tell people who you are. When you can sit around sinners and be comfortable, something is wrong with you. Amen. When they can sit around you and just know that you go to church and no conviction, something is wrong with you. Not when you should be in the Lord. Not enough to convict a sinner. Because your conversation is just the same. They don't see no need to come to church. They look at you. You are the church. And they figure that's what's going in the church. I'm just as bad as he has. So, and she has. People looking for a change in church folks. Someone that honor their God. Someone that reverence their God. Someone that make God attractive. Yes, God. Mm. You sitting on your job complaining just like everybody else. No, mercy. Talking about the government, talking about everybody just like everybody else. Where's the difference? That's right. When you know, you've been coming to this church. You know the Bible says, James 5, 16, say, pray ye wait for another, that we all may be healed, because all of us have problems. But you never bother to pray. You love to complain. You love to judge. You love to criticize. Because that's more flattering to people to hear you put down somebody. Hear you criticize somebody. That sounds so good to people. And when God said, that's a fellowship with just the word. If you had a relationship with the word, it would change you and close your mouth up and teach you how to pray for people. But you need to read the real faith that you have a problem yourself. We all have problems. We all have situations. We all have difficulty in our life that, that God needs to change us from. So why should I point yours out when I have it? I believe that we can come together. Like God said, and pray ye one for another, that we all may be healed. We can be healed. A lot of people are not healed from problems, situations. Situation. You're too busy talking about someone else's weakness. As long as you talk about a normal person weakness, you and I can now get strong and get rid of your problem. That's right. But we need to focus out of deliverance to have the plans of running you down. He said, when we can't come to church, preach, pastor preach, minister Thompson, all the ministers have preached and preached. We say amen, hallelujah, that was a good sermon. But a sermon is not good until it can change you. Yeah, yeah. it was good. But what, what, what part of your life have you changed from it? That's right. It's not a sermon that you just say, oh, that sounds so good. It's not about sounding good. The, sermon, the words are more than sounding good. I'm here to change you, not to sound good. 
He comes to the Bible and says, You leave, God, that's not deceiving your own self. You can't even bring it on the pastor or nobody or your wife or the kid. The Bible says, If it's you, you are self deceived. You see your Bible? He said, When you listen to the word and does not obey the instruction of the word, you are like a man looking at his own face in the mirror and going his way. There's the clothes you look like. You didn't shave, put on your clothes. And immediately, immediately. ask somebody what you look like. <laughs> and that's in your Bible. Yep. See, you didn't see yourself. That's just he compared coming to church and it's not being a duel of the word. He's not going to tell you what you like. You like you got up this morning, you looked in the mirror and you saw yourself, and when you got to the car, you said, uh oh, what do I look like? Come on, Jesus. Immediately, quickly. Come on, Jesus. He said, That's how the word when you come to church. Immediately when you leave the church, you forget that you're supposed to be living holy. Amen. For you come to church and we teach on uh, Matthew 5, 13 and 14, it says, uh, Ye are the salt of the earth. And uh, 14 verse says, Ye are the light of the world. We teach that. We break it down. You get us out of those doors, go out into the world, and forgot what you're supposed to be. You forgot that you are the light of the world, you are the salt of the earth, you get around your sinful friends, you're not a light to them, you're not making a difference salt change everything that is good on. Only you know you claim to be a Christian and you go to church, but they don't see no results of God's life being manifested in you when all this Holy Ghost power is dwelling in your body. They can't see no change at all. Can't you call yourself a Christian? No, have mercy, Jesus. And you act just like the world, talking like the world, white junk and filth on TV, just like the world, contaminate your brain, just like the world. Take God eyes and he just take God eyes and he's coming in you. He has to sit there two hours an hour while you watch filth on TV with his eyes that he has given you. And he said be holy and not to watch all that filth on TV but you sat there and watch like my own. God said you're not your own anymore. When you made a decision except me, you sold out to yourself. Amen. Amen. I'm told you what to watch. What you see, where you go, and what you do. Amen. You're not your own anymore. We don't want to be our own when it comes down to personal needs. But when it comes down to spiritual needs, spiritual development, now we want to be off on our own. He said, and he goes out into the world and immediately forgets that he is the salt of the earth. She is the light of the world. Immediately you forget all about that. Get with your friend. Well, I went to church today. I guess you said, what did you learn? Come on, though. You left this seed. You deceived yourself. A person that have a relationship with God, verse 25 in James chapter 1, verse 25, this, uh, the, uh, this five, a person that have a relationship with God. With the word, read it. 25. But whoso looketh 
into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. That's a person with a relationship with the word. To obey the application of the word. The instruction of the word. God said, come out, or come in out. The Holy Ghost convicted me in church today, I will stop changing. This they say, oh, I felt so convicted. What could that for the do if you're not going to change? That's why next week, I hope you'll be here. I'm going to teach on fleshly repentance and spiritual repentance. A person can have a fellowship with Psalms, 23 chapters, Psalm 23, 23, 23 chapter Psalm. And verse 1. Verse 1. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Stop. You can have a fellowship with verse 1, but not a relationship with verse 3 and 4. You don't have to, you'll get to that now. Psalm 1 says, the Lord is my shepherd. Oh, God, you just love that. All of us love that. The problem is also people know is that part because it's, it's a personal thing. It's a yeah. self thing. All, all the things that benefit self-flesh. Flesh is the door that if my word abide in you, you abide in me. I ask what you will, and it shall be done. You can store your Bible down and go to what? John 15 and 5. Everybody just know all the ask them one. What kind of scripture do you know that teach you to change your life? How many of those do you know? But you know everything. My God, he has to fly out of my knees according to his riches and glory. But one of your needs should be a spiritual need sometimes. Changing the way you feel. That's a need as well. Yes, he supplied both. Physical and spiritual need. You need to change. What about saying, my God supplies all of my spiritual needs? Amen. Have you heard that one yet? <laughs> I'm not picking on you. <laughs> but most people say, my God supply all of my personal needs. But all of my, I have a spiritual need. I need to be delivered from gossip. My God supply all of my needs and deliver me from gossip back back and criticize. Can he supply that need? Yeah. But do you know that? I don't want you knowing where he can give me money, money, money in his hand. There's nothing wrong with that. But you have a spiritual The word can do more than one thing. We just keep it at one thing. All of my needs. Can the word supply all of your spiritual needs as well? But we only know the word by fellowship. Because people so bold. My God. My God. Yeah, can your God do anything else in your life? Can your God change you? It says, the Lord is my shepherd. Oh my God. And because the Lord is my shepherd, have, I have everything I need. Woo! Glory. You can get a shout out with that. I have everything I need. That's when you have a fellowship with God. You get happy, you shout, you jump up. That's a fellowship with the Word. The Lord is my shepherd, and I, 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 I should not want for anything, but why would you want to live holy? If you shall not want for anything, why would you want to change sometimes? 
If you see for your if the Lord your shepherd, right. Come on. and you shall not want, I shall not want to be delivered. I shall not want to stop gossiping, and criticizing, talk finally, judging, being evil, and mean. I shall not want to be delivered from that. Since he's your shepherd, but he's only the shepherd for what he supplied to you physical thing. But is he your spiritual shepherd? The Lord is my shepherd. This is God says it. A shepherd job. A shepherd has more than one job. Yeah. Read the Bible. He not only supplies your needs, but they in that same down in that same depth and say it leads you as well. Yeah. <laughs> like the shepherd don't have a wing God. Lord is my shepherd, shall I need anything? Shall I want anything? That's only God that you know that the shepherd has. The shepherd says, I have a job that leads you someplace, lead you into holiness. I have more than one job. Right, Pastor. It sound like I'm fussing this morning. <laughs> the shepherd have more and one job. The shepherd's job is to supply all your physical needs and your spiritual needs. And it says, read on, brother. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. Stop. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want for anything, okay? Can he make you lay down your way of living? Can your shepherd make you lay down yourself, deny yourself, and take up your cross and follow him? Can he make you do that? We only stop at verse 1. We only stop at verse 1. That's the only verse you want. That's why a lot of Christians are still struggling with the same thing you've been struggling with for 10 years, been saved all this number of years, and still struggling with the same problem. There's nothing wrong with the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost not short of his power that he cannot deliver you. You only hang around things that are going to bless the physical man. Don't know the scripture that you fellowship with. Since the Lord is your shepherd, can he lead you someplace? Soon he won't lead you into sin. <laughs> can he? The Lord of your life, can he inspire you to deny yourself? Take up your cross? We teach on that. <laughs> we shout about it and believe out the church. And never picking up the cross. Never denying yourself. Always want Self, selfish, selfish generation. Always thinking about you and nobody else. How I feel, what I want. Your feeling doesn't matter. It's what I think. You have some people say anything and say what they want to to people. Not concerned about how they feel. Doesn't even care. I feel good saying it. Evil people in the church. Do evil things to people. Don't even give it a thought. No fellowship with the love. Father said, love one another. By this shall all men know something. Know what? Other than that, the man, the, the world will never get to know God. Some people will never get to know God by how you 
manifest your love. Amen. So I love everybody. God never asked me to love everybody because I do not know everybody. He asked me to love the people that I do know. <laughs> you know, we always go aboard them, I love everybody. You know, God didn't ask you to love everybody. Let's love the hot people that live with you. Love the people that's in your church. Can you love them? They know we're going out. I, I love everybody. Can you love the one on your job? I just, you know, and somehow or another, you know how we say this, somehow or another, that's justifying yourself to be evil and continue being me. Somehow or another, I just don't like, what do you mean you just don't like that person? They just get on my nerve. What do you mean they get on your nerve? Does that sound like a Christian? No. Nope. Sound like a fellowship to me, doesn't it? The non relationship with the word love. Found some walking love. Love cover a multitude of sin. People on your job around you, you're supposed to show love, not them. See, you See, showing them love make them change. I'm telling you that I would probably just repeat this again. I'm not going to call a person man on TV, but that person just pushed me all the way to the end. And God be telling me, I expect more out of you than that. God, she didn't say whatever she wanted to be. You come up. You expect more out of me. She a Christian too, God. He's what I expect more out of you. And at the end, that person says, you are the most loving, kindest person that I ever met. I'll say like, Pastor, you got that right. <laughs> Cause I don't know another story. I God would think I'd been able to make another step. God said, "Yes, you've been doing it for years." It took almost four or five years for that person to come around and tell me that. But in the meantime, she would do things to me, said things to me, even said something about my kids to me. But somehow or another, I just couldn't get mad at her. But when I leave. I said, Dr. Betty, you, you know you can take her out. <laughs> 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 I, I, I might be short, but I'll pack her head. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Doc. <laughs> you can take Dr. Betty down like that, see. <laughs> <laughs> you know you've been in a war. <laughs> but, um, I saw the end result. Uh -huh. Good. So, yeah, but time is rolling up. Yo, Shepherd. Ah, uh, Yo, Shepherd. Second Corinthians chapter six, verse sixteen and eighteen says, "The this is what the Lord Yo Shepherd says. What agreement has the temple of God with you still in the blank? For you are." Ye are the temple of the living God. We listen to 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19. That says, Know ye not that your body is the temple of the living God, which is in you. He didn't say it was around you. It was around them in the Old Testament. The Bible said, which is in you. Which you have from who? From God. And you not your own anymore. For you have been brought 
with the Christ. That was the blood of Jesus Christ. So therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit. So we come into an end of this. I'm not going to ask you have you learned anything. I'm going to ask you are you ready to change? Yeah. 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 Please don't leave out being guilty of James 122. Let's come to church to learn something new. Okay? You know, ain't nothing wrong with taking notes. Well, go back to your notes. Yeah. And don't look holy in the church and just think, oh, she's so holy. She didn't write not anything. <laughs> That's okay now. And you see what I'm, where I'm going, yeah. right? Write it down, but if you get home, go back to your notes and see where the part where God said that you need to change. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Well, my time is up. Thank you for your time in the name of Jesus.